Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. So if you have a personal true scary story that you'd like to share, please consider sending it my way. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. Now, for a bit of context, my mom and I were supposed to go to Disney and Universal when I turned 16 for my birthday, but because of COVID, that never happened. Fast forward to last December, I'm 17 years old and we were finally able to go. After having a splendid time at Universal, we had headed back to our hotel room to wind down and maybe get a bit of shut-eye. Fast forward to 8pm and I had started to get thirsty. I asked my mom if she wanted anything to drink as I was going to the vending machine, reaching for my backpack. Now, this is when I really felt like an idiot, and I shouldn't have listened to my mom. You know you don't need your backpack. Just take the room key your card and go. My mother retorted, handing me the key card. Leaving my backpack behind and grabbing a dollar just in case, I then nodded at her and left. After looking around for a bit, I eventually stopped on an older man probably in his 50s to early 60s. For a more clear image of what the man looked like, imagine a taller Beverly Leslie. Excuse me, um, where's the vending machines at? I asked him. He stopped what he was doing, and he led me the way. Now just let me know if you need anything else, he said, then giving a somewhat creepy smile. At first, I just brushed it off, thinking he was trying to be nice. Well, as I walked into the corridor of the vending machine, it didn't take my card. I tried again and again for at least three minutes, but to no avail. All of a sudden, there was that same old man again. Did you get it to work? He asked. <laughs> no, it won't take my card, I said, and grabbed the dollar. Hopefully this will work. I gave him a smile and turned my back to him. He then mumbled something and laughed. After trying about five times, I just gave up at this point and walked to the elevator. And what do you know? There was that same elderly man again. If you want, I can give you some change for a dollar. He offered. Knowing there was no way out of this awkward encounter, I nodded, and we did do the exchange. Something was off, however. His smile turned more sinister as he glanced at me. Um, thank you. I then smiled and left. As soon as he was out of sight, I bolted down to the lobby where the gift shop was. I grabbed all the drinks I wanted, paid, then ran past the hallway to the stairs. I really wish I could say that was the end of it, but it wasn't. Around 2am, I'd woke up from a nightmare. I'm diagnosed with PTSD, so night terrors are fairly common for me. Anyways, I had heard someone knock on the door. Room service! Someone called out. The voice sounded really familiar, and it didn't take me long to find out who the voice belonged to. It was the creepy old man. I didn't say anything. I didn't even move. Now, how could I even know what my room number was? I looked over at my mother in fear, but she was still fast asleep. He began knocking at the door. The sound of the door haunted my ears, but the more knocks the man struck at the door, I'd remembered that our room number was on the keycard. 
Well, about 15 minutes later, the man gave up and left. After the adrenaline rush of that 15-minute encounter, I passed out. I never saw him again after that, but that was our last night staying there. And that's why I'll never stay at the Universal Studios Hotel ever again. My name is Austin. I'm a 26-year-old male, and the story took place about a month ago. April 16th to be exact. It all happened on a trip my fiancé and I were on. I had just moved down to Florida for a chance at better opportunities for myself than where I was previously living. Being I had never been to Florida, and my fiancé had lived here most of her life, there were things here that she experienced that I never had. So, to help ease my transition from moving to an entirely new place, she suggested we take a trip to the Universal Orlando Resort and just have some fun together. Now, we had planned this all ahead, and with the tickets being so much money for only two people, we had opted to go for a cheaper hotel to bring the price down a bit for the trip. Big mistake. Once we got to the hotel, a day before we were to visit the resort, we immediately could see why it was so cheap. It was a quality inn, but by the looks of it, it was a previously run-down hotel that Quality Inn bought and just slapped their name over. The room was nothing special, and as soon as we walked in and I sat on the bed, the frame actually broke. That was the first clue as to just how bad this place was. We didn't spend too much time in the room, as we had planned to go see a movie that night, so we quickly dropped our backs, then left the room. By the time we got back, it was around 11 p.m. I was really tired, and I had a migraine, and so my fiancé and I opted to just pick up food on the way back, and then ate it once we arrived. I quickly changed for bed after finishing my food, and laid down, hoping I could just fall asleep, even though my head was really throbbing. My fiancé did the same shortly after, and before long, we had both drifted off to a deep sleep. Now, my fiancé has this thing of always needing to face the door when she sleeps, as it makes her feel more at ease. I say this to explain just how we were laying. So the layout of the room was as follows. You walk in, and to your right there's two beds. There's a night table between them, and then to your left was a table and a dresser, which had the TV on top of it. If you kept going straight, you'd walk into the sink slash bathroom area. Now, the way we were positioned, my fiancé was the one facing the door to our room, and I was lying behind her. She was pressed against my chest, so the moment I then felt her suddenly jolt up, it woke me. She immediately tapped on my shoulder, then whispered to me, I think I heard something at the door. It sounded like someone's trying to open it. I didn't hear anything, but the sound of her voice made me believe she wasn't making it up. We sat there listening for what felt like forever, but was probably only 10 seconds in reality, before I then too heard the same noise. It was someone trying to open the door with a key card. Before I even had a chance to speak, the door suddenly opened, but only slightly, as my fiancé was smart and she had put the door latch on the door as well, right before we went to bed. I could see a man peering through the crack between the door, and he looked right at us. I immediately jumped from the bed and yelled at the man, Wrong room, buddy. People are in here. The man then mumbled something, but I wasn't able to understand him. He seemed intoxicated, and he was speaking in a language that I couldn't understand. But what he did next didn't need words to explain it. He then tried to push the door open with his hands, which was met again with the same response from me that I'd just told him, 
but this time I yelled it with more force, trying to scare the man away. Now, I'm not the most imposing guy, but I am pretty well built for my height and size, so I thought if anything, I could at least sound intimidating enough that it would scare him away. I was wrong. After I shouted at the man, he had stopped pushing on the door for a brief moment, before then slamming his shoulder into it, trying to break it open. My fiancé let out a scream and yelled for me to stop the man from coming in our room. From what I could see of the man through the crack of the door, he was a pretty hefty guy. He had to be at least six foot one and weighed over 250 pounds, so there was no way I was going to be able to stop him by strength alone. I grabbed the car keys off the table that my fiancé had thrown down earlier after we got back earlier from the movie, and I held them in my hand with the keys between my fingers. I made the choice that if this man came into our room, I was going to swing until I couldn't anymore. I ran him to the door, flinging my body up against it, throwing the man back, just enough to shut the door again. He immediately ran back to the door and threw his weight into it, while screaming words that I couldn't understand. Next to the door was a window, and I'd finally caught the best glimpse of the man that I'd seen yet, and it confirmed my predictions of his size. I then saw a woman who I can only assume was his wife, along with two kids by her side. I couldn't believe this guy was acting this way right in front of his family like that. I then snapped back to reality on what was going on. My fiance is now screaming that she's calling the cops in the front desk. Suddenly the man stopped and I could then see him ushering the woman and kids away into an SUV that they all hopped into. It was a matter of moments and then they were gone. I didn't know where they went but I told my fiance to call the front desk anyways just to let them know what happened. Nobody answered, so I'd made the choice to go to the front desk myself and then speak to whoever was working the night shift that night, all the while not knowing where the man had gone to. I told my fiancé to lock the door and I'd be back. Once I walked into the lobby, there was a line already forming, so I had to wait for what felt like forever. After about 20 minutes, I was the second in line to the desk when a lady approached the counter and then spoke. My eyes then darted to her once she started to speak, as the words she said not only sent a chill down my spine, but made every sense in my body become fully aware of my surroundings. We just used this key card to get into a room, but there was already people in it. It was the wife of the man who just almost bust down my door, and once I looked behind me and back out through the doors that opened up to the lobby, I could see that same man standing there beside the SUV that I'd seen him and his family drive off in. I didn't want to move, and I didn't want to draw attention from him to myself, not knowing what he'd do if he noticed me, but I very slowly turned my head back towards the desk and kept it that way. Eventually the lady left with a new keycard, and I then approached the desk. I explained what had happened, and the lady behind the desk told me it was her fault, and that she had given those people the card that went to my room by mistake. I was so angry that this woman just seemed to act as if what had just happened to myself and my fiancé wasn't anything to be concerned over. I told her to write down a note, and that I'd be back in the morning to speak to a manager about leaving early, as well as getting a refund, before then storming back out into my room, more pissed off than I wanted to admit. Now, my fiancé didn't want to stay there for the night, but it was already so late that we decided we'd just stay the night and get it over with. Once morning hit, we packed our bags and we had made our way to the front desk, fully expecting the manager to be filled in on what had happened. But once we got there, we found out this wasn't the case. The manager knew nothing of what had happened 
and it even said that they asked the person working the night shift that night if anything had happened that they should be aware of, and she told them no. I was again way more pissed off than I wanted to admit, but the manager quickly gave us a refund and checked us out early, all while apologizing over and over for what had happened. At that point, I just wanted to get my fiance and myself the hell out of that place, so I just said thank you, signed the needed papers, and we left. The rest of the trip was really great, and we had an amazing time at the resort. We ended up spending the extra money to get a better hotel for that night, and it was well worth the money. I really want to thank my fiancé for having the awareness to put the latch on the door for an extra layer of security to our room that night, because without it, that man could have simply walked right in, and who knows what he would have done. Even with his family there, he acted as he did by just not being able to get in, so I don't think they would have stopped in any way from doing worse had he got in. Always be aware of your surroundings, and if you ever feel unsafe, don't compromise. Make sure you always feel safe anywhere you're staying, and always make sure to have that extra layer of security if it's there. It very well can be what saves you. Alright, so I'm going to keep this simple a bit. My name is Junior, and I'm a 24-year-old male. This all took place when I was 22. Plus, during this time, I was semi-homeless and dealing with a lot of drug problems, as well as a lot of mental depression. I was hanging with my friend who I was sort of hotel hopping with at the time. We'll call her Elle. Well, we'd got a room at a Motel 6 in Carlsbad Beach. We ended up at one, though, that immediately reminded me of Pomona or Inglewood, mainly because of the constant homeless people hanging around, plus random smoking dope and shooting up their arms in public. Yes, in public in broad daylight. We were sleeping in our room, and we had double beds. She had one, and I had one. I was only sleeping for a few hours. When I then woke up in the middle of the night at around 3.30 a.m., I then saw a tall, skinny white dude with long, dirty blonde hair, and he smelled like straight-up piss, and he had the occasional torn and ripped-up camp clothes. He was leaning over my friend while she was asleep, and even going through her bags. I sat up slowly, but mentally prepared myself first, just in case I'm going to have to possibly beat this guy up or kill him. I sat up, making no effort to hide my presence. He then turns around and sees me. We're now making eye contact, but aren't saying words. We just stared at each other for what felt like 30 seconds, before he then just slowly walked out of the room. I was so damn scared in my mind, but physically I knew if something was going down, I was going to have to protect me and L. She never woke up or anything after that, but the next day she woke up and she had started freaking out, only because when she looked through all her bags, and I do mean all, all of her underwear was gone. Yeah, what a fucking creepy ass weirdo. Well, she gets really pissed off, and I ended up telling her what happened while she was asleep. Once I told her what happened, she turned white as a ghost. We go out for breakfast that day to try and lighten the mood plus to make light of the situation, but right when we're walking to Swamis, I had noticed that same exact man just staring at us while leaving the Motel 6 grounds, but he didn't follow us. Moral of the story, always put the safety latch on your room's door whenever it comes to staying in hotels and motels. You never know who's watching you or who may be able to pick the lock, even if it's one of those doors that require a key card. Stay safe, y'all. 
and also to that really creepy guy that was possibly but most likely going to do something really bad to my friend. Let's hope we don't meet again because I now have a Glock. This happened around two years ago. It was the second week into summer and my soon-to-be wife Fiona and I decided to drive down to the Outer Banks for a week. We tried to find an Airbnb, but the prices were just way out of our range, so we settled for a Holiday Inn instead. Our drive was a little under eight hours, with the exception of a few stops along the way. Once we arrived, we unpacked and we took a walk down near the beach and ate at the restaurant in the hotel. Right at around 10 o'clock, we decided to settle in for the night and watch a movie before we then fell asleep. About an hour in, Fiona was out, and so I just went to turn the TV off. I stood up to flick the light switch on because I had lost the remote, but as I did, I realized the closet door adjacent to the bathroom door was halfway open, which I thought was strange since we never needed to use it. I thought nothing of it though, and once I found the remote, I just shut the closet, and I then crashed. I remember at about 4am waking up and feeling really hot, and so I had to get up for a drink. I then walked to the bathroom to fill up my cup. I had then heard the slightest creak as I was filling my cup up, and heard a few live footsteps ascending outside the bathroom. I then quickly looked to find the closet door wide open. This really freaked me out so I decided to check around the room to see if I could find anything suspicious. I had to tell Fiona the next morning, and she was really freaking out. Well, we ended up just carrying on with our beach plans for the rest of the day, and forgot about it. Well, later that night, we came back to our rooms to find a few things missing from our luggage. And as you can imagine, a few of my wife's articles of clothing were gone. I was really pissed off, and I went to the front desk to get a room change. We got one down the hall and went to sleep right away after we made the transition. I woke up this time to multiple clicking sounds. They clicked a few times, then paused repeatedly. I sat and listened frozen, what I then saw at the corner of the room when my eyes then cleared up of a large man with a camera taking pictures of me and Fiona. I started to scream and he had started to walk towards me with his really large hands trying to cover my face but I was already out of bed trying to grab my fishing blade. I jabbed at his right shoulder and I sent him screaming towards the front of the room. Fiona wasn't any help as she was just screaming at me to get him. I tackled him to the ground and had Fiona flick the light on. The man was a sick looking homeless man who smelled horrible, clearly with a mental disorder. He didn't put up much of a fight, but once we had the police pull up and cuff up the man, we had found his camera It was loaded with pictures of Fiona from the hotel lobby to pictures of her dinner in both of our rooms. And yes, we did find his pockets full of our cash and luggage. After about two weeks, we got a call from the hotel manager telling us he had found the surveillance of the guy walking right into our room all while we were distracted taking our luggage into the rooms. This just goes to show that you need to be very careful when you're in hotels. Make sure that your doors are always locked and be sure to check under the beds and closets just to be sure. 